What if we told you you could turn your everyday shopping into savings for your kids? How good does that sound? Let us tell you about Kids Start, the free shopping club for parents that tops up your children's savings with the money that you earn back from over 2,300 retailers. Head to www.kidstart.co.uk forward slash medicmums or find the link in today's show notes. Hello everyone and welcome to this week's episode of the Medic Mum podcast with me, Dr. Steph. So obviously you know that I normally have Dr. Poonam here, but we have actually found it really difficult to organise a time to record all together with our producer Ryan this week. So we are both recording a mini episode individually um, and whilst it's obviously a little bit different from our usual format we really hope that it's helpful so I'm going to be having a little chat to you about when to worry about a cough or cold in little ones I put an Instagram post up about this uh, a little while ago and lots of you found it helpful and it's just a reflection of this time of year and what I'm seeing in clinic as well seeing lots of little ones with these symptoms and worried parents so just wanted to put it into podcast format and hope that you find it helpful. So let me dive right in. So as I said, in clinic at the moment, it's just that time of year, loads and loads of these pesky bugs around. And I completely understand that as a parent, it is really a bit overwhelming sometimes to see your little one getting kind of cold after cold and just thinking, what are the signs that I need to look out for? When do I worry? How do I know if they are okay? And I think first off, I will start off by saying that whilst, you know, I'm going to be giving some general advice here, I think that you as a parent, you know, don't deny that parental instinct. If you are worried, um, please do not hesitate to pick up the phone and have a chat with your GP. I know that speaking to a lot of people, it can be really difficult at the moment because the health service is just so overwhelmed. Um, but yeah, definitely reach out to your GP. Remember that there are alternative methods as well. So there is 111. Um, the NHS website, I think is just forgotten as a really helpful resource um, on you know what to do if your little one has a cough or cold and also one of my favorite resources as well is patient uk um, so they have some brilliant um, leaflets loads of really helpful information there so let's get into it in terms of you know when your little one has a cough or cold what are the things that you have to look out for so first of all you know, we are in the period of COVID. And even though this is pandemic has been going on for quite a while now, it's really important for me to reiterate the fact that if your little one or even you yourself have a fever or a new continuous cough or an ongoing uh, change in smell, then you really need to be getting a PCR test. There is a little bit of confusion about when to get a PCR test, um, when to do a lateral flow test. If you are symptomatic, it's a PCR test that you need. If you don't have symptoms and you're kind of meeting, um, if you don't have symptoms, sorry, and uh, you want to be tested, then a lateral flow. But it's, it's not as accurate to do a lateral flow for symptomatic people. So really important to still get that PCR test. Now, in terms of the actual cough itself, so any worrying cough is going to be one that is causing any difficulty with breathing. And if it is, then it should be assessed 
promptly. So this includes any wheezing, um, if you notice that your little one is breathing faster than normal, have a look at their chest as well. Um, there is something called recession, so you will see some sucking in in between the ribs or using their tummy to help them breathe. Um, their tummy will be kind of moving in and out and it'll just be looking as if they're quite labored um, in terms of their breathing. If you notice any of these things at all, ring your GP straight away, communicate your concerns about their breathing. If your GP surgery is closed, then yes, 111 is an option, but I think when it comes to breathing difficulties in little ones, I would uh, always err on the side of caution and uh, recommend that people attend accident and emergency to get a prompt assessment. In terms of the actual cough itself, um, it can be really, really tricky to treat and there's no specific cure for a cough. And once you get it, um, either yourself or your little one, you will notice that it will linger around for at least one to two weeks. Um, but generally, it should be gradually improving towards the end of that time. Um, it's usually the last symptom to resolve, but you usually do notice an improvement. If there is no improvement, if you feel like it's just, there is no let up and it is just day after day after day, weeks of the same cough, then again, another time to uh, really book an appointment to see your GP. Another thing is obviously when our little ones are unwell and we will have noticed it ourselves, when we feel unwell, we just don't feel like eating that much. Um, they will lose their appetite during an illness. And whilst this can be worrying for us as parents, um, it's completely normal. And I would say that in these scenarios, it's fluids that is the most important thing. Um, we really worry about um, them potentially getting dehydrated um, rather than not eating as much. They will eventually, when they feel better, they will kind of bounce right back and get to eating and kind of compensate for that. But it's the fluids in the meantime, whilst they are unwell, that it's really important to monitor. So, and especially true if they've got any diarrhea or vomiting as well. So signs of dehydration to look out for are dry lips or dry tongue. So it, or if you notice that they're starting to have um, kind of cracked lips as well lack of tears when crying, um, if you notice that they have any reduced wet nappies or trips to the toilet, another thing to look at as well as that first nappy in the morning, we're used to that being really, really heavy, but again, if it's not, if it's quite dry or you've changed them and actually a couple of hours has passed and they're still dry, then again, it's really important to try and up their fluid intake, not asking uh, you to try and get them to drink massive volumes of fluids. It's just kind of sipping and little and often. And really when it comes to fluids, it's kind of anything goes, you know, whatever it is that they want to drink um, and whatever will encourage them to drink will be helpful. Sometimes um, what I find uh, can be useful for parents is picking their favorite bottle, getting your little one to decorate it with stickers and just kind of making it a little bit more fun and, um, and, and trying to get them to drink fluids. I know it can be a lot easier easier said than done sometimes. Also for us as clinicians, we use something called the capillary refill test um, as a test of hydration. And so what we do is we press the center of the chest and then you notice that that area turns uh, white and it should, once you lift your finger off, it should then return to skin color pretty quickly within a couple of seconds. If it looks like it's taking longer for that to happen, then that can potentially be a sign of dehydration and that is something that should definitely prompt a visit to your GP as well. Again, like I said, you know, it's not up to you to necessarily diagnose them. It's just giving you a few little tips and things to look out for. Also, if they have a fever, so a temperature over 38 degrees centigrade, then 
Another thing that you need to look out for in terms of seeking medical advice is if they are under three months old and they have a temperature, then immediately you need to get them assessed. Um, just there's a protocol for babies who are under the age of three months um, and they should be assessed in A&E. Also, if the fever has been going on for longer than five days, I, again, it's worth chatting to a GP, trying to see your GP just for an assessment. It's not necessarily, it doesn't necessarily mean that it's dangerous. I think, um, again, parents usually come in and they say, well, you know, on the um, Calpol box, for example, it says that, you know, you shouldn't be giving it for more than three days, that it's, and, and to see someone. And really that's just coming from a place of wanting to, wanting people to be assessed if a fever has been going on for that long. Um, you know, it can, a fever can persist for that amount of time, but if it gets to that stage, then um, it's just that we want people to um, to have a chat with a GP, just check in with a medical professional um, and, and check that everything's okay. Also, another thing to be really mindful of is if they have a fever and they have a non-blanching rash. Um, so by that, I mean they have a rash and when you do the tumbler test, so you take a clear uh, glass tumbler and you roll it over the rash. If the rash doesn't disappear when you press on it, if it doesn't go white or pale, then that again is another concerning thing and that is something that you need to get immediate medical attention for as well. Also, if you, they have a seizure, so if they lose consciousness or have any kind of uncontrollable um, movements at all, anything that makes you think that you know, this is a seizure, then um, in that scenario, you want to be calling 999 as well. I completely appreciate that listening to this, um, hearing those things can sometimes be overwhelming, but I think, you know, for us, it's really important to just empower you with that knowledge um, and to be aware of all of those things. I've also done a separate post um, on my Instagram about managing a fever, um, what to do as well. If you think it will be helpful to actually have another mini episode on how to do that, a few tips and tricks, then let us know, send us a message. I hope that that's been helpful for you. I know a lot of you have poorly ones at home at the moment. It's rubbish. You know, I completely sympathize as a mum of two little ones who just seem to be constantly having kind of runny noses all the time. So yeah, let us know um, if you found this helpful, send us a message over on our Instagram, which is at the Medic Mum Podcast, or you can leave a review on medicmums.com. And in addition, please, please leave a review on Apple and give us a rating as well. It's just really helps other people to find our podcast too but anyway like I said and I think I've said so many times I hope you found this helpful um and yeah um but until next time we will see you then take care Bye.